When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, podcast. Ben has a dog. Yay. I'm sleepy. Are you tired? Yeah, of course I'm tired. Dude. Okay, I'll carry us. Yeah, I have please. lots of topics. I'm ready. For I'm ready for a piggyback ride. This podcast. You just kept waking up all last night. I slept from midnight till three, uh-huh. and four to six, and then I tried to nap at nine, but I'm not a good napper. You knew this was coming, though. You're I did. Per- you're mentally still prepared. Yeah, it's fine. I have no regrets. Okay, just tired. Yeah. Give it a couple days. <laughs> Might skip my basketball game tonight. Having a kid is hard. Dude, having a kid is hard. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> you know this. This happened at our five-year reunion. Some girl came up to you and grabbed oh, you by God, the yeah, arm yeah, like yeah. a junkie and was like, having a kid is hard. <laughs> yeah, she had twins on accident. She had out-of-wedlock twins. And, and then just, I don't even know her that well. I was like, how's it going? She's like, it's so hard. <laughs> Seems like you should be telling a loved one this, uh, not therapist me. therapist yeah. or someone. That was it. I haven't talked to her since. <laughs> yep, that was the end. I'm sure she's great. They're the love of her life. Yeah, yeah. It worked out. They got divorced, but... Did they? Yeah. What do you know? Out of wedlock, babies... The twins couldn't make it last. At age 19. Yeah. Isn't going to do it for you. Surprise. So, yeah. So, you have a puppy. I made a lot of lists. You haven't heard any of the Comic-Con stuff, though. No. So, good stuff. Taika is on for Thor 4. Okay. Which is called Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> and I'm sure he's going to do it his own way. Chris Hemsworth was there. It's got Tessa Thompson. It's got the things, you know, all the people that you would want to be in it are in it. Nice. Comes out in 2020. What were the other Comic-Con stuff? They're coming out with a new Blade movie, which people apparently care about. I think you like I Blade. Liked Blade. I, I, I like Blade. I Blade 3 with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Just had, it gave me body aspirations. I was going to say, that anything. defined your workout scheme yeah, for yeah, probably was like, the next 10 I years. I want to look like Ryan Reynolds when he's in the handcuffs. When he's in the handcuffs, yep. kneeling with his abs. Yep. That's, and I've. Worked my whole life <laughs> to just get to there. try. Yeah, that movie was was definitional yeah. for you. That's incredible. I never watched Blade, so I didn't. Oh, they're great. I think Except... I'm scared of vampires. Oh, really? Or anything? I well, we started. We turned on Zodiac last night. Have you ever seen that? It's no. like ten years old. It's Robert Downey and Jake Gyllenhaal. It's on Netflix, which is why. And I got twenty minutes in before the serial killer makes his second kill, and I was like, I don't need this in my brain. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to have this in my dreams. I'm. I'm done. It's... I agree with that, but. I actually, you know this, used to want to be a vampire when I was a kid. <laughs> For what reason? When I was 13, I That's LARPed. Blade vampires are super cool. They are cool, yeah. Okay. So tell us about the LARPing. No, I just used to go. I, it's the weirdest thing ever. I was 13, and me and my friend used to go up to Muhlenberg College because his brother was in college and hang out with a bunch of 18 to 21-year-olds and pretend to be vampires. You probably thought they were the coolest. It was awesome. <laughs> First of all, the women were so beautiful because they were actually full-bodied women. So... I'm sure they weren't, but I was just like, I love you. I was also five foot one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. this time, I was like, it was fun. You're I don't know why my parents me. let me do that, too. I was like, just go hang out with 18-year-olds? Just let me go hang out at college. Was there drinking or anything like no, that? No, of course not. 
it was just straight up role playing. Yeah, man, LARPers are there to LARP. <laughs> Why would you drink? Yeah, you get Denny's after like 3 a.m. <laughs> this is my life, dude. There's no time to drink. I was so embarrassed of this. I didn't. You didn't even tell, tell me. People you didn't tell me. When I was 13, no. I learned this One in my person late knew. 20s. Nah. Yeah. I only feel comfortable admitting it now that I'm older. It was well after Role Models came out because I was like, "Wow, LARPing! I didn't know this existed." You're oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have come out of the closet because of that movie. No one knew what it was. And then they're like, wow, this is crazy. I was like, yeah, you should do this. <laughs> so we have that. I have we no have... regrets. I wish we would do it more. Yeah. I'll, I'll LARP, man. It's fine. I told you, I've got three kingdoms. That's essentially LARPing on the computer. You run I don't around. Know what that is. That's my Chinese game where I run around and pretend that oh, I'm Liu yeah, Bei. Yeah. 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 And, and make decisions for the country. But so there's, there's Blade, there was that. What were the other big Comic-Con releases? This was pre-Comic-Con. So 007, new movie coming out. Mm -hmm. You even heard this. Idris Alba? No. Oh. 007 is going to be a black woman. Okay. So I'm curious what you think. I just sprung this on you. Okay. On live. Not live. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So I was totally down for Idris Alba. Don't care. White, black, doesn't matter to me. I feel like a critical part, and this isn't James Bond, but of the character that I watch, 007B, is the seductive aspect. Yeah, well, maybe she'll be really seductive. Maybe. Uh, maybe they'll do it interestingly. Whoops. I have no idea. Is it idea. set in 2019? It's set in 2019. Well, it's set with an old Daniel Craig, and I guess they're trying to have him be like, no, this is still a James Bond movie, so he's in the beginning. Apparently, what they've said, and mild spoilers for the beginning, is that is that he will try to seduce her at the beginning, I presume unsuccessfully. Which well, of is course. Like, yeah, of course, of course. Because now he can't do it. Because Of course. And it's just, I think what that... It's, well, no, it's, no, it's not because he's old. It's because she's special well this is this is an interesting thing i it made me think of the culture code and how if, in different cultures different words have different meanings sure and in the culture code they were trying to research what sex and seduction meant in france and in france it's like a game mm -hmm. and in america they're trying to understand what seduction was and it's deception yeah, yeah. trickery manipulation is what seduction codes as in the american brain which is unfortunate <laughs> honestly that yeah. that's that she that's why when you go to Europe for the first time, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, that they're just their attitude towards it is actually far more egalitarian, which is weird because the way that they're going to show that she is an equal to James Bond is that she will not engage in intercourse with him or yeah. anything like that. Not that she could if she wanted to. Not that, no, that, that she is... She'll say no. Yes. Instead of seducing him. Exactly. And it's, be a funny and scene. It's just interesting that, sure. that's, that that's the way that Americans think of it. The only thing that comes to my mind, did you ever see the Trevor Noah stand-up where he talks about Idris Alba being James Bond? Uh, no. So, Oh, really? It's no. hilarious. So he, he says, I saw it and I was all on board. I was like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. I'm going to have a black James Bond. This is amazing. We have to do this. Everyone who says that this can't happen. You're a racist. This is bad. <laughs> He's like all on board. And then he went to Scotland. And he was the only black guy. And he's walking around. He's like, this would make for a pretty bad spot. He's like, Idris Alba walks in the like slow motion, walks yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, shaking, not stirred. Um, James Bond. Yeah, I know. How'd you know? Uh, you're the only. I got you. And it's just, he just goes on this whole thing of like, uh, there's a car chase, you know? Yeah. And they're going through. And then like, Idris Alba escapes into a crowd. And they go, oh, there he is. It's the black guy. Because he's the only black guy in Scotland. So it's like, there's no melting into a crowd. Yeah, he's going to have to go abroad for yeah. this one. Well, she's going to have to go abroad. So that was Trevor Noah's Definitely take. not Scotland. Or at least not be not be a super spy. Yeah, so I... I, I my, I'm not surprised by this at all. I just hope that... I don't, I'm curious to see how it does. Make whatever movie office. you want. I really... I. Some of my favorite scenes in Casino Royale are the interplay between Vesper and James. Is that that scene on the train where they flirt and he ends with 
you know, how is your meal skewered? One sympathizes. That entire scene I love so much. And I'm, and hey, maybe I don't, she'll be a dope seductress. Maybe, maybe. And maybe it'll be awesome. I'm not anticipating that. I feel like it's the, the way that female empowerment is often depicted is not that. It's, it's, it's weirdly, not weirdly, it just doesn't involve relationships. Female empowerment is almost defined by there is no man. That's the frozen thing. Like, okay, mm-hmm. he's, he, he's in the background. And I don't mind that that's the case, but I like that in my James Bond movies that there's that, that tension, which I am presuming is not going to be there. Yeah. So we'll see. If it gets good reviews, I'll see it. If it doesn't, I'll Speaking of I'll franchises that are a million years yeah. old, do you see they're making a new Top Gun? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently Tom Cruise <laughs> is insane, and in a good way, I mean this. He refused to do any of it CGI. Oh, that's, so that's he's just how he's like, been for a long listen, time. Listen, we're going to do this in fighter planes, so we got to find actors, uh, actors and actresses that can handle the G-force of a fighter plane. Because yeah. some humans just pass out. And cameras so that can yeah, take yeah, 9Gs. They brought, exactly. <laughs> they bought special cameras that can yeah. take 9Gs. So these actors are just like trying to remember their lines while they're like in and out of blackout. Yeah, it's going to be method acting at its finest. It's awesome. No, he's like, it's real. You'll really see what it's like to be to be affected by that because it's not someone just pretending yeah it's someone whose blood is actually aggressively trying to get them i watched to pass him out. Con. he's so into it man yeah he's, he's so charismatic he's and i think he's he's almost totally carried by his passion he obviously does a lot of things right but he is i love movies i love flying he's just into everything yeah. that he does which is well i like it's that he, contagious uh, i wanted to if we ever do a breakdown on group interactions he does a really good job of him and Conan are talking, and he keeps engaging Andy, the other yeah. guy, who refuses to let him just be a wallflower, mm-hmm. which I'm sure Andy loves him for. Interesting. And I noticed I did the breakdown on him. I remember he's very good with names. Mm-hmm. He constantly – he's he's personal in the way that he interacts with people, as I think no, – wa- Yeah, I was watching. Out. I was like, Conan probably thinks he's cool, but I'm sure Andy loves him because he keeps yeah. being like – what do you, not just like making jokes about him, being like, what do you think? What would your name be if you were yeah. a pilot, like a fighter pilot? Yeah. And it's just cool. To... And he's not even facing him. I actually watched it after you said so. He like remembers that he's on his six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On your six. <laughs> no, I think it would be a good breakdown. <laughs> we could do it. So let me let me see what other notes that I made right here. So we got Taika on. We got 007. We've got – well, then there's – this is a hard left turn. You want the hard left turn? Sure. So we were – our buddy was here, Benji, and we were looking at – this, I don't know. He was on his Facebook that linked him to a GoFundMe, and there was a very there was a couple of these that I saw. There's GoFundMe's for student debt and to pay student loans, and the one of that he looked up was very interesting. Hmm. It's this presumably very smart. I think she's 18 or 19 year old girl woman. It was an 18, 19 year old girl or a woman. I just say woman all the time now, so I don't get black. <laughs> yeah, so you don't get in it, trouble. Oh, your eight year old niece. She's a lovely woman. <laughs> How is she doing? I respect her very much. Yeah. How how is they doing? Yeah. Uh, she's eight, dude. You can just say she's a girl. Sure won't. Not gonna risk it. Not in 2019. Yeah. So, girl, woman, There's 18 or 19. Woman. So she's yeah. out there. She has a GoFundMe because she was accepted into Columbia University, and she's deferred a year because she doesn't have the money. She's a hundred thousand out of two hundred thousand of the way there, which is coming from family and debt, and she can't get any more bank loans to give her the debt. And it's this whole thing about it's her dream school, and, and it's so important that she goes. But the problem is that when you go to Columbia University, it costs $200,000 for two years. Actually, it might even be – she might be older. It might be a grad degree. So it costs $200,000 for two years, but the average salary out of it is only fifty or sixty k. No, this, this is this – For, no for her particular major. To which I'm like – Oh, it's not business school. Well, 
why didn't you just talk yourself out of it <laughs> with that single sentence she wants to do and then she's got and i i'm not trying to pick on her particularly but i think this is indicative of a of a type of thinking that was foisted on me as well sure she's got this sentence about how she wants to do cross-cultural connective da, 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 grassroots campaigns and she needs to go to columbia to do that and it's you don't need to go to Columbia to do grassroots. Yeah, yeah. Grassroots, this is the opposite. This is ivory tower, $200,000 of debt, go be a wage slave. If you want to go do grassroots, you could take this money and fly to Africa well, you and also, start there. You also can't do grassroots because you need to pay off your debt. Exactly. So. And it, it was an obviously smart person because mm. she was accepted into Columbia University, which you have to at least be able to, to do the test. Sure. And writes this thing that would seemingly talk anyone out of making the decision <laughs> to do this. And and there's she wanted to Guys, I need money. I have a terrible investment. Yeah. I'm gonna take your two hundred grand. I'm gonna give you a machine. It's gonna give you ten grand a year for ten years. Yeah. Uh that's only a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, so I need you to buy it for me because I can't afford it. It's crazy that, that it has this monopoly on the idea that this is how you help people. Yeah. That this is how you like Scott Harrison, who does charity water, was a promoter. Yeah. And then decided to go there, get involved, raise money, and now he does charity water. He needs no credentials other than he's done it. And I we then we got sucked into this. We found another one who's a business coach, whose name I will not say. Do we know? You know him. Oh. <laughs> and can we say it and edit it out? Yeah, yeah, we I'll tell you later. Uh, he What does it rhyme with? <laughs> <laughs> he has a GoFundMe. He's okay. He's at least 10 years into student loans. He's got at least 10 to 20 more. He's offering business coaching on his website, and he's going to help you take it to the next level for seven thousand, several thousand dollars, and he's valuing his business and this and that and the other thing. Sure. And he's got, between him and his wife, $200,000 worth of student loans, and think how good you'll feel when you help him and his wife pay off their student loans. Wow. And it's just, I mean, this is a completely different level of Why are you delusional. teaching people yeah. business yes. if you can't? If after make money if after 10 to 15 years of graduation you're you've been doing this he's been teaching business since at least 2013 dude that's like borderline criminal it's weird that you can be a business well coach. you can ask and then the it's it's loco ad copy and it's we pledge to donate over a million forward and if you do this think how you'll be helping our family and setting an example for everyone else oh like he's gonna like he hasn't made enough money to pay off his debt in 15 there's years one but yeah, he's gonna yeah. make a million dollars someday yeah and he's, he's gonna trapped donate, under his debt and then you go to his website and everything's perfect right yeah, of course yeah. his you go website to the website says that he's a killer and bro just go make a million dollars there's one line there's one line that's why he says why donate to us instead of other charities he goes well if you look at the haiti disaster relief fund a lot of that money got lost but if you donate to us you know that it's going Dude, I know. If you I did know. anything but teach people business, this would be more I okay. I know. If you were an elementary school teacher, dude, what? And it's not just teaching business. He has a number of things, one of which is coaching, I should say. So it's not strictly that. But he offers that for thousands of dollars a month. Dude, what the? Yeah, it's crazy. We live in a, we live in a crazy, crazy world. So that was some funny GoFundMe shenanigans. That is, like, offensive. Yeah. Yeah, and they're two very different ones, to be clear. The first one, I honestly feel bad for her because I can relate to that. Everyone is well, told you that you need this. Well, what's weird is no one is telling her don't – like, why Why aren't her loved ones the, the, Well, the banks are telling her. No, but her loved ones donated $100,000, right? 
Well, like, why she, weren't her parents like, hey. No, they didn't donate. She got a couple tens from her loved ones, but the banks would only give her 60. They're like, you you can't make this yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You cannot afford this burden. They've told her Crazy. in the in the most direct way possible. Yeah, Trust me, they'll take your interest. Yeah. If they thought that you could eventually pay this, <laughs> if they thought you could pay this off in 30 years, yeah. paying the most interest possible, they'd be lining up for your business. Yep. That's actually very interesting to think about it the like ones that. If a bank have, ever rejects you, don't do it. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Pause it. <laughs> yep. And then, Interesting. Uh, so that was. I that like was, those. These, this is what happens when I spend way too much time on the internet. My I've, Schadenfreude is excited. Yeah, well, I've relapsed this week. I started started looking up things on the internet Good. that I shouldn't I, be looking at. <laughs> it makes for a more interesting yeah, podcast. I got nothing. But, I, but so I got a lot. And then I watched, I watched, I was prepping because I felt bad about last week. Good. I just kind of showed up and winged it. So I watched two documentaries. The first one. Well, this is the second one. Was called Happy. It's on Amazon if you want to watch it. And it's all stuff that you know. It's okay. all the things that make people happy are not the things that you would expect. Yeah. Money over fifty to seventy k really does not contribute to happiness. Super similar to the book Stumbling on Happiness. Yes, okay. I mean Dan Gilbert's in it. Oh, okay. So, but the anecdotes are interesting, and seeing people really does drive the point home. There were a couple of things that. I don't necessarily have points to, but you just might find interesting. So Bhutan, which is a small country over mm. in Southeast Asia, actually has a minister that's like a chief happiness minister or something like that. Oh. And they make, as far as this documentary purports, decisions about policy based on if it will make people happier, which is pretty cool. That's really cool. So, they're, so they had this thing. It was going to be great for economics. It was going to create more thing, but they'd have to displace people, and they crunched the happiness numbers, and they're like, not going to do it. Wow. Not going to flood this valley to create a dam which we could sell power to India because we got people living in that valley. Wow. And they'll have to move. The America would never do this. Never, <laughs> never, right? We're pure, well, not even pure. We're Well, we're all about we're all about life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Seriously. Our values yeah. are all about the pursuit. Exactly. Hustling. Well, dude, people people get tattoos of how hard they like to hustle. Well, one of the know? things that this this they don't say it, but I was struck by is how the things that make you happy are easy, obvious, oftentimes free, and have been around for tens of millions of years. We can, you yeah. know, it's community. It's this, that, the other thing. But the things that you're, you're guided towards, even on an emotional level, on an addictive level, are way stronger and they don't make you happy. So status, looks, money, yeah, all yeah. of these things. You're, when you allow your pursuit free reign in this kind of market that we have, it takes you so far away from happiness, yeah. which is incredible. So there's, there's a number of stories. I thought Bhutan was just awesome, and I kind of want to set that up in our business is what I was thinking because obviously the metrics that's easiest to count is sure. viewers, watch hours, money, students. don't think we students. implicitly do that? We definitely think about time. I think we protect our time. What you measure gets managed, mm -hmm. and they measure it. And they just do. They just ask, "How do you feel?" What would this? And and we don't do that. And we have auto measured everything else in our business, mm. which will rise to a higher level. So I don't know if it's downloading an app where you track. What about the fact that more money <laughs> will make me happy? Now I haven't watched the documentary. Did they address this? I haven't. No, I've watched the documentary, but that's a good did they point. Talk about that at all? They talked about other people. <laughs> they didn't talk about you. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm not gonna, <laughs> so I'm not I don't it. think it applies. Okay. And there was a couple. There was a woman who was a small town beauty queen, so she was she was very pretty. Mm -hmm. And after her first kid, she's still a, a younger, beautiful person. She's having an argument with her in law in a van. The in law drives off in a huff. Her arm gets caught, and oh. she gets drugged under Jesus Christ the truck, and her face gets run over. This took a really dark. dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
wasn't ready for that emotionally. Was, th- this one was tricky. And so I, I, she kind of breezes over it, but she has like 30 surgeries. Yeah. It's, they, they do their best, but she looks maimed yeah, to, it's to this day. It's a horrific experience, I'm sure. And, and her husband left her, became an out. Like things went bad for a long time. Wow, her husband left her. Yes. And, it, just, and it's just un- because she's less pretty? She was also, I think, in, in serious, it, it, it put a lot of stress on things in terms of she was disabled and all of this other stuff. But they kind of skip over that. And I would really like them to spend yeah, a, yeah. She, she talks about having been suicidal and just, I just make it a few more months, just make it a few more months. Clearly a very difficult time. But she comes out after I don't know how many years yeah. and purports and says, you know, she's found a new guy who doesn't care about her looks yeah. in that way she connects with people differently sure. than she did before sure. and states that she is happier now than she has ever been yeah, in yeah. her entire life and says well, this we, was this was a dark dark period we've talked about that with one of your exes she's, she's super super pretty woman and so mm-hmm. all the feedback she gets socially is totally wonky because even if she tells a bad joke or a boring mm-hmm. story dudes are just oh my yeah, god yeah, that's yeah. so interesting oh my god that's so funny because they're trying to have sex with her and so she has never gotten accurate feedback on how to interact with people. And mm-hmm. so then when she finds people that aren't trying to sleep with her, she's like, well, I don't get it. These stories normally kill. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you're kind of getting lied to. The connection, the connection has a, I don't want to say perverted in a literal, but it's, it's, it's not an honest connection in that sense. Somebody's trying to get something from you. Same, ha- same thing yeah, happens yeah. with any beautiful person or when you're rich or when you have some sort of status that somebody wants to co-opt. Sure. Remember the New York City door people that everybody's best friends with and shaking hands and it's just walking oh, up yeah, to the sorry. door. Yeah, door, up, door in a club. Door the door, club. Yeah, sorry. The, I was the like club door to door salesman. I pictured a vacuum cleaner. I was like, go ahead. Were you trying to get along with that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. The doorman at the nightclubs. <laughs> Who had a sweet vacuum. Yes. Yeah, I got the you. The nightclub no, yes, guys. Everyone is trying to be Who their shakes friend. hands yeah. and buddy, buddy, dude, we got this. We got it. It's, it's false. And yep. you have a million acquaintances and no friends. Yep. And and it's just interesting to see her take joy in the in the little things and mm-hmm. feel what she describes as at peace and calmer and le- and not stressed about the way that she looks. Yeah. So that was all... Just very interesting. To yeah, I'm see. sure and more visceral than when you read it in a book. Of course, of yeah. course. There was a couple other. There was a couple other things. I don't need to spend the whole time on it, but right. I think this is fascinating. Yeah, so I let it rip. Cool. So the I wish I'd written more down. There was one completely unrelated. If you don't think to this happiness. is fascinating, skip 15 minutes. <laughs> skip forward. 15 minutes. There was a bush tribe in Africa. Okay. Um. So I'll talk about community after this. But the one random thing was that they're all running around. They're in loincloths, and they have serious duck butt like yeah, yeah, distended yeah, yeah. bellies yeah. and duck butt and i've heard so many times on youtube and fitness that the way that a human is supposed to stand is yeah. you're supposed to have this tilted forward and this and it really made me wonder because these people are not sitting in chairs what what we're told is that the reason that we are shaped a certain way is because of tightness and all this kind of stuff i read so i always talk about these back pain books i've read, yeah. I read a different back pain book than i've ever talked about on the podcast <laughs> before and it's it's like this big yeah and it talks about how we don't understand how we're supposed to stand to look sit, you have not up. seen she, people no, like this well she she yeah. points to these people she goes listen these are people who spend all day walking on their yep. feet they do not have back pain yeah they walk 100 miles they can jog a marathon yep every day and they have that they're they're like tilted Kyphotic, yeah whatever and so she she recommends sleeping on your side in a certain way or sleeping on your back in a certain way 
and it's helpful. It re- it's really it's interesting because not only to myself but the friends when they're doing squats or whatever, I'm always trying to get that alignment. So mm-hmm. it so and what I realize that alignment does is it looks according to the Western eye sexier because you're flexing your abs, you get the ripped abs, you get the flat stomach, and what they look like not that they're out of shape, it looks like their belly is protruding. Well, I also think it's all it's like what are you solving for? Because mm-hmm. if you're gonna put 500 pounds on your back, yeah, yeah. you want your spine to just be. A ball, yeah, yeah, inner, yeah, yeah. Like you just want it like that. If you're gonna put 500, you know yeah. what I mean. So if you're like, oh, my goal is to squat, it's like, yeah. okay, let's just try to get this in a line and not move at all, mm-hmm. because if you tilt it, it's just gonna snap under the pressure. Mm-hmm. But they're doing functional movement. Yeah, they're hunting and running, walking around hunting. and running. Yeah, and so they're not trying to solve for being an NFL lineman or a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of why things got confused. Yeah, uh, at least in the U.S. Is yeah, because if what you're solving for is to lift the most weight possible one time, then you're going to get a different looking body and different advice than if your goal is to like be healthy and move well. Sure. So the whole fitness thing, it really, and we talked about this before, but just through it, I'm just repeating what I've heard. And people tell me that this is proper alignment. And so I act like that's proper alignment sure. and aim for that and repeat it to other people who are newer than I am in the gym. And it's a little bit crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> because I haven't done any of the primary research. And at least that one thing I'm interested in functionality. Hmm. Now, I'm interested in functionality for my life, not for bush life, but yeah, why am I trying to get my tuck that yeah, button yeah, yeah. so much? I don't know. So that I just found randomly. They didn't mention it. Well, dude, I was had, interesting. I've had an interesting thing because I, so I love surfing, mm-hmm. but also uh, my ego wants me to look a certain way. Yeah. You know, I'm convinced that it affects my dating life, even though I'm positive that it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. emotionally. Emotionally. I got two brains. Yeah. One is convinced At that- least- I'll die alone if I don't look a certain way and the other one knows for certainty that that's stupid yeah but anyway uh and the strong one (laughs) I yeah so I was like okay my chest muscles don't do anything except for weigh me down in surfing Mm -hmm. and I'm just 215 is too heavy to be excellent at surfing on a shorter board Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay why I need to like you know just lose that muscle like well I'm not gonna stop working out completely yeah because that'd be crazy you know this is where the emotional part's like Okay, we agree it's with that. It's never hard for me to get you to go do a day of chest. We agree with that, but like... I'm like, yo, Ben, you want to go do chest? Well, like, so now sure. I do... I just do one... I do one exercise. Yeah. I do five sets. It That's takes, why I ask you to do chest. It days. takes eight minutes. Because <laughs> it's... Fast. I went in with Benji the other day to work out. Eight minutes later, I go, hey, man, I'm done. You ready? He's like, why do you why even come here? here? It's like, oh, because my ego won't let me stop completely? Yeah. So this is the compromise it's that i It's like I've one made. puff of a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that surfing was in it, flow states oh, that are easily in nature, flow in nature, which is combined very well in surfing. Oh, they're proponents of surfing. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they use it as an, as an example of a guy who is, doesn't have a lot but is in flow. Got it. And gets to go out there and loves it every day and moves around. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff. So community I'll come back to because I've mentioned it, but Japan just popped into my head. So Japan, you know, they kill themselves working so hard. Yeah. They, they got a word for it. I forget what it's called. They... Don't, aren't their working conditions so bad it's that insane. they put nets around the buildings? Because... So that's, that was Foxconn. That was China during the Apple okay, thing. Okay, that was China. And allegedly oversold. But that's, that's just people so were killing themselves. Yeah. But I also heard they were killing themselves at a rate that is normal for a population that size. So I don't know if it's true oh, or false. Okay. So just you got to be careful with, you know. Yeah, yeah. In any event. Well, you tell me what facts you've gotten from a documentary you <laughs> yeah, haven't checked. Yeah, zero. <laughs> I just think it's interesting to to posit these sorts of things. So Japan, very high uh, work, 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 work. Yep. They take a couple of heart-wrenching stories of a guy with a young daughter who 
had a heart attack at age 30 yeah. and you know on his eighth day in a row of work and they told him that he had to two plants and there was a problem and he was on the phone with his supervisor something was going wrong down and he according to his wife was yeah he wasn't there for his daughter they have images of him coming home and the daughter wants to play and he's just so tired and you he's trying and is he's just dead mm. and now he's dead dead and so they talk about the culture they talk about the happiness in japan and how despite a huge spike in gdp and average mm. the value of living it it is not gone well for them in terms of happiness mm. but they also have the island of okinawa which is an island life mm. And they have on Okinawa, I think per capita, the most people over 100 years old yep. of anywhere. Yep. And it's so different, right? It's island life. It's slower. They, they do not have that work culture for one, but they also have a lot of generational mixing. So the elderly, like it's one, this is the thing that you'll see. There's this community aspect where it's not just your kid, your family, your direct lineage. Mm -hmm. There's this community ownership, not ownership, guardianship over everybody mm -hmm. so they've got elderly people interacting with five generations younger than them constantly around little babies and young mm -hmm. people and they love it right they're the happiest people to be around a baby yeah. they just see these little kids running and scoop them up and are stoked about it they've got this group of 16 80 plus year old women who hang out together and they chat and they talk and it makes the point it goes to denmark as well where communal living is becoming a bigger thing they have these they're like apartment buildings, except with shared kitchens, spaces, etc. Huh. So that it's like a dorm. Yes, and the way that it works is you will cook for everybody once a month. So it actually means that your chores go down on a per daily basis. You come home from work, you have actually time for your kids twenty seven out of thirty days. And one day you just spend. And one five day you spend five hours. Thanksgiving dinner. They batch it. Yeah, they batch it, and the woman just i love it i get to yeah. you know my life is great and then i have one day where it's it's cook day and that's yeah. that's my entire day it's probably not terrible either you're cooking no. for a bunch of people that have already cooked for you well this is how we came up is when you think about it a family can't survive in the bush in the wilderness you yeah. need that ability to batch and delegate amongst people so it makes the the point for community yeah as well was another big thing in there well i've been thinking about this actually because i love santa monica i love la mm -hmm. but the, to live where I would like to live up in Malibu is insane, like 10 million plus for yeah. a house. And so I've been thinking, where else could I live where I could surf and where I could get that more kind of community? Yeah. And my sister loved Santa Barbara. Yeah. Loved it because every Sunday she'd go to a barbecue that had 20 of her friends. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you had like a recurring 20 people you actually really like thing on your calendar? Yeah. It's been a long time. We have, one, we have one buddy that throws it. And it was it, he throws it all the time, and we've only been once. You know, I'm yeah, Chandler. About. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's awesome. Sea Dog. Yeah, and, and he throws. What's the he name of his company? Now would be a good time to promote a book writing. Book guy. <laughs> Chandler Bolt, the book guy. Chandler, the book guy. Um, no, yeah, no. I think it's I think it's cool what he does. So but I've been thinking about that a lot as well. Yeah, he does games. He does that sort of stuff. So community was in there as one of the big things that that makes people happy as well. And there was one other thing that I was going to tell you. If it comes back to me, I'll let you know. What are your thoughts on community? Because I know you're going more, you're studying a lot more Eastern philosophy and you've been talking a lot about Monk on the Mountain. Yes. Which is solo, yeah, yeah, log yeah. cabin. So, so it's interesting. I think that there's value to establishing your ability to do that. Mm. And which is why I have tremendous respect for anybody who goes to a Vipassana retreat, who does that seven day thing in a cabin. Mm. Everyone who says it, it come, there's this core fear of being alone. That said, I do think that it's once you've established the ability 
you can interact in a more honest way because it's not, I'm afraid you'll leave me. Can I please make you like me? So that now, now my interactions can be based on giving. And that's the last thing actually that they talk about is service mm. is the, the guy who goes to India and takes care of the dying and just feeds him soup or gets him a glass of water. And it's the, for him, it's, it's the only thing that matters mm. is, is just being able to alleviate a little bit of suffering. And so, yeah, the ability to to give back, to serve, but not just what we've done in some ways, which is donate money, which mm -hmm. doesn't fill you up at all, but to participate in it. So yeah, it made me think a lot about about. I tried that one, man. We got to find a better one. Yeah, it's I went tough. to a homeless shelter that was super oversubscribed yeah. for volunteers, yeah. and I felt like they were just trying to make me feel good. <laughs> so I literally, dude, I literally stood next to someone whose job was to hand out potato chips, yep. and I hand, I handed out water. He's like, bro, you can go home if you want. I can do potatoes with water. He's like, yeah, you can go home because I can do potatoes. So I was like, oh, fuck, this is not. Do you want to go, dude? Oh, no, it's just like, yeah, we're all here to try to feel good. And actually, they could be a third. They could have a third of the staffing. Yes. So it's finding the right thing is interesting. That didn't, doesn't Big Brother keep rejecting you because you, <laughs> you refuse to say you're going to stay for a certain amount of time? Well, that's the thing. I struggle with commitment. I struggle yeah. with you to to say that I'm going to be here and do this for the entire year. It's like, I want to come in. I did think about this though. This was another thing. I think it was the happiness thing. It, they, they talk about a high school and they go into the high school and there's this speaker there and he talks to a bunch of 13 year olds and is a very, very good speaker. So at the end, he gets them to come up and talk about the ways in which they're bullied in front of all of their classmates. Mm -hmm. And predictably the kids are like, what's up, man? I'm Robbie. And then cut. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know they're breaking down they're having a hard time but it, does uh, the guy chime in at all or this is just no, a monologue he, that no he helps him oh, he helps it. him he coaches them through got sharing it. and and how how they feel and how they wish they were treated and what would mean the world to them if their classmates changed got it and they just get bullied for that the next day well that that made me think that's something that i might be better suited to because oh, i going and speaking I'm not, I don't know anything about homelessness. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to help homeless people. What I think I am good at is helping not the most, I can't, I'm not really great with infants. I'm not really good with the younger, but somewhere between middle and high school, sort of path them out a little bit is something that I think I could do mm. well. So my mom works in a middle school. She'll be watching this. She'll be thrilled yeah. to hear this. Maybe I'll come back and, and do something there. She's been asking me, but it was, it was very interesting and it was all stuff that we know, but yeah. It's not stuff that you're drawn towards naturally. It's, in fact, stuff that oftentimes— What it, if it is the stuff you're drawn towards naturally? And marketing just gets in there sure. and just scrambles well, up your brain. I'm glad you brought it up. So then I'm looking at this other book for our business, which is called Story Brand. Yep. And for the longest time, marketers have been using the hero's journey, which is the story essentially of Luke Skywalker who gets the mentor mm. and then has the challenge and, and finally— all three things come together in that final shot on the Death Star where his internal, can I do it? His external, okay, I've got to actually hit the target. And the philosophical good versus evil all come together in that one shot. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. So marketers have been using this increasingly to sell products. Yeah. And the shot is when you click buy now. And when you click buy, your external, your internal, and the philosophical all come together to form one amazing explosion of perfection. And yeah, man, it's it's the technology of of human teaching is being used to sell decks and yeah, watches, and watches and anything. One hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and and I think we sell a great product. Christmas University. <laughs> <laughs> I think we sell a great product. No, I agree. But even then, 
I, I'm like, buying now doesn't do it. <laughs> buying now could be one small step, which, by the way, needs to be followed up by yeah, using it, actually doing it, following course, through. Yeah. And maybe there's a moment down the line where you're doing something in the course, which is that shot moment of your life. But it's not the buy now moment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was I was pulled and torn as I was reading this, recognizing on the one hand this would work very well, mm-hmm. and on the other hand not wanting to push consumerism will solve all your yeah, problems. Yeah. I mean, we do kind of sell community, though. Like, if you're saying at the end of the day what <clears throat> makes people happy is strong relationships and community, that is the end result of what we Sure. Sell. But I think what we need to be clear on and say, maybe to our own detriment, is that this you don't you can't buy community. You can't do it. You can't exchange money for yeah. community. This well, can help unless you. Unless you join a fraternity. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a shortcut. This can help you. This can give you a game plan. Yeah. Which you will then need. To, this is a guide on, mm-hmm. on that path more than a it's done. Mm-hmm. It's taken care of. Which is ultimately the things that you've bought with the most fervor is when you felt that way. Mm-hmm. Is some part of you is like, it's done. I, ha- I hit buy now. My problems are over. Yeah. And yeah, so that, that was just another random little thing that came up in my happiness and then the last one the last documentary that i, I did it. thanks for <laughs> hey thanks for carrying the show today i got you i appreciate you <laughs> I, I you know what i did to carry it i watched a bunch of movies <laughs> there's a bunch that i could talk about and youtube and youtube yeah, yeah. just you just youtube comic-con for YouTube a couple hours comic-con watched all the eugenia cooney things which you can chat about and so the last one i watched was on inequality and it was essentially how from the 20s to today, the middle class has not done anything. Mm. Uh, it's, it's been flat or decreased while inequality has increased, wealth distribution, all this kind of stuff. It's, it's interesting. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about it too much because what I think it ignores is that globally, the middle class has exploded. Mm-hmm. And while I understand it, there's almost a sense of provincialism and selfishness that says we have to make sure the American middle class grows. Well, also, I'm confused because <laughs> it has grown in terms of quality of life, right? Well, here's what's happened. Yes, you have Uber. You have all these things. People haven't stopped spending. This is perhaps the most disturbing part. Your wages have gone down. All of this hasn't happened. But every American has, relative to the 60s, the same lifestyle that they did. They just pay for it with debt and refinancing their mortgage. Oh, but sorry. I mean, if, a, if someone from the 20s just like woke up. Yeah, and it was 2019, and they were middle class. They would think they had become a prince, right? Yes. So it's the middle class relative to itself in the past is doing well in terms of increased quality of life. Exactly. But it's doing, but the gap, the differential, in is larger lifestyle and quality of life, or in well, this is money. essentially what the Republicans and Democrats argue about. The, a Republican argument, at least Republican fiscally, is going to say. Rising boat or rising tide raises all boats. Mm-hmm. You're so much better off than you were in the 20s or 30s. You want that 1950s lifestyle? You can go find it in Cuba. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, everyone's doing better, and we need to feed the biggest, most productive people in order for them to do it. The democratic argument would be there's an element of society and happiness which is relative to mm-hmm. the top. And when you're feeling like you can't make it and you can't get a cell phone and everyone else has a cell phone and you're taking out and you're in debt and you're stuck to your job, that's really not good. Mm. And and the gap is in terms of net worth or in terms in of wages. happiness? Wages are flat. Okay. Wages are flat. And then this is the other thing. You take this back to the happiness thing, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't change this, but 
does any of this matter to happiness? Yeah. Is is I don't know because certainly we know that the people at the very top aren't necessarily happier. You want to create a society in which as many people as you can are feeling good, happy, mm. etc. It's it's a big complicated. Dude, stick one of, of the thing. guys. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but one of the guys I think I know is uh, one of the happiest people that I went to school with. He is a lawyer in the state he grew up in in the midwest mm -hmm. and he didn't do an MA, make as much money sell out lawyer job yeah he didn't go into investment banking because it was more prestigious he just lives where he grew up with his wife and his kids and his dogs and i think he's pretty stoked on yeah. it so well, that's is, why i'm curious about this it's yeah, almost it's like, a head what is fake. the solution is the solution dude it's almost a head fake it's it's you, there's convincing people that the that what they need is policy to put more money in their pockets. And I, it, it really did make me think that Andrew Yang is very much onto something. Because what this guy is sort of driving for is we need more jobs. And we, you don't need jobs. <laughs> you need the ability to cover your needs and then meaning in your life. You don't need stuff to do that a robot could well, be doing. Well, we've also talked about how we know a bunch of people who are middle class but own really expensive cars. Yeah. It's like, I wonder if we just need less car commercials. It seems that that would. It seems that this is treating a symptom. After, especially in contrast with the happy documentary, mm -hmm. it seems that that is so much more fundamental and would guide our philosophy as we address politics so much more profoundly than starting with, okay, we've we've predetermined that what people need is a certain amount of money relative to their neighbor in order to live a fruitful life. Yeah, we're almost we're almost just saying yeah. that keeping up with the Joneses is worth pursuing, mm -hmm. and we're going to help you do it. Yes, and I thought keeping up with the Joneses was. A spoof it's, sure. a, it's satire right but and i think it's worth saying for people who don't know your my politics that this doesn't justify not doing something about it it just is the more fundamental question is what leads to human flourishing let's optimize for that for the most amount of people rather than presuming that it's gdp per capita at sure. spread i'm for wealth redistribution but mm -hmm. i'm i think i'm more concerned with the lower class is that is that like politically incorrect now what do you call the poorest people uh, i'm more concerned the with the poorest line? people yeah. than i am with the middle class well, that's why we donate to charity water right well that's like, what i'm saying it's like <laughs> it, like yeah let's do taxes yeah, let's yeah. do wealth redistribution but i'm not so much worried like oh you wish you had a bigger house and two cars instead of your one car it's more like this kid is three years old yeah and if there's nothing changed there's no shot that he can yeah increase his life because there's no shot that he can afford to go to college also has to get a job at age 14 to yeah. pay for his brothers like let's help that guy mm -hmm. is well, my and again i don't maybe i'm crazy but that's, sure. that's where i sure. shake out and i currently. also there's so many things that go into the economic argument because i think of there's been times in my life where i've received handouts from my family when i was born <laughs> for the first 18 years yeah. things were given to me I think that was a good idea sure. because I, I wouldn't have done it. Sure. I was actually pretty financially cut off at 18, but my brother wasn't. And he went into his 20s and received some money, had a credit card for emergencies. And I think that held him back. Yeah, he got his act together in a big way once he once that was had cut to off. support himself. And so the question is... Killing it now. Shout out, Henry. Yeah, certainly there are times as a society where we want to step in and mm -hmm. be like, you, no, you're not going to do this on your own. You need a hand. You need help. But there are other times where you were not benefited, even when it hurts and even when Henry struggled to sleep and was stressed and had terrible jobs, that it was of benefit to him to, to be, well, yeah, no, that was you're, the fuel. you're strong enough. That wasn't fun, but that was like the fuel that got him to yeah. where he is now, exactly. which I don't think he would have gotten to if, so he, if he had been 
you know, continued if to If he had that gifts. credit card, he yeah. would not be where he is. So the question is when and at what point? And I don't know. Uh, that's that's something that I often think about. And I just try to, yeah, to help the people that I'm very clear. It's like, no, no, <laughs> you definitely you need water. You definitely need it. You need water. You need that water. Uh, so, yeah. So all that, that's, that was my, uh, my week in documentaries. Nice. <laughs> my week in documentaries. Well done. Videos. Let me see if there's one last thing. Bhutan. Yeah, that was it for me. Hop into topics for the day. Sure. Bring it over, Angel. All right. So I heard you mention her name a moment ago, but yeah. uh, YouTuber Eugenia Cooney is back online after a stint in rehab for an eating disorder. Um, and she did a video with YouTube legend Shane Dawson. Shane. He's great. He's he's such a good storyteller. You haven't seen it, I presume. No, no. I just like that he's a YouTube legend. He Shane is. Dawson. He is, man. Dude, he... I watched it because I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. Sorry, man. I, I, was clean, sp- I was cleaning up pee. Yeah, no, you're fine. This is just what guilt at having created a, a lazy podcast does to me. <laughs> so it's Do an it hour-long interview. The first 35 minutes are prep. And I, when I do videos, I think, I'm going to waste people's time. I'm going to bore them. I got to – he is the master of suspense and, and putting the pieces in place and creating stakes and drama for something which ultimately, no knock on this, I did not think was very profound or interesting. She is it's, – it's interesting. Interesting is true. The interview didn't go deep is what I would say. Okay. She is a YouTuber slash Twitch person, seems very kind. When you look at her, it's tough to – you can't diagnose her. To say that she didn't have some sort of eating disorder would seem negligent. She is so skinny. You've never seen anyone as skinny as this outside of photos of people who are in really, really bad ways. What's her name? Eugenia Cooney. And people were concerned. People were mean. People were, you're going to die. People were saying, just eat a hamburger. She was not saying it. And then she kind of disappeared for a while. There was rumors that she was dead. The truth is that she was in rehab for food-related things. And good the, for her. Yeah, very good for her. And she – you're not supposed to say it, but she looks healthier, right? She looks like there's something on her at this point. Who knows what's going on in the inside, but she does talk in the interview about what it's like. And they, they watch you. They make you eat your food. They make you do this. They make you do the other things. Mm-hmm. What she doesn't get into and I think is understandable that one wouldn't want to share this is – this is a coping mechanism for something. Mm-hmm. And there's all these comments. I don't know her story that her family life is messed up, that there's locks on the doors, that I don't know How if this is, she? is. She's young 20s, I believe, if you know. And she still Angel. lives at home? Yeah, she's in her early 20s and she lives at home. She lives at home. Allegedly, no idea, but I would, I would bet that there's some family stuff going on there because these things don't happen in vacuums. Sure. Do you see the Russell Brand quote from recently? Talks, no. It might even not be recently, but he talks about people say that marijuana is a gateway drug, painkillers are a gateway drug, mm. childhood trauma is a gateway yeah, drug. Yeah, yeah. That's what he says. He's like, being molested, yep. being abused, those are the gateway drugs. It's not weed. Yep. And uh, I think there's truth to that. 100%. I mean, I'm, I, I don't even – to me, that's not even an argument. Yeah. I, yeah. That, that's, that's a truism. But – yeah, it's it's. I, I wish her the best. I hope that everything goes well. There's a lot of clapping. Do you think they addressed it in rehab, and she's not talking about it, or do you think all they did was make her? Eat? I don't know what they do in that rehab center. I certainly hope that they did because yeah. they do make the point. It could be eating a lot. It could be eating a little. It could be cutting yourself. It could be. There's a lot of different ways to cope with this inner feeling mm-hmm. of of turmoil, but fundamentally, there is there is a root cause, which 
may or may not still still be active in her life and she didn't seem to want to talk about it i think that totally respect her privacy regarding that and i'm glad that a lot of people will see this feel like oh this is me there's a number that i can call i do wish that that with something with this this reach the root cause had been more Mm. at least referenced addressed this it's it's something about your experience your family or who knows but yeah. yeah it's not just that you have a strained relationship for food for no reason so it was it was an interesting documentary he's an incredible storyteller the dude is got chops man <laughs> he's he gets yeah, more wasn't he, beating, he was beating crushes shows. netflix he yep. crushes netflix if you look on a purview basis, what is Game of Thrones season finale? I don't think gets as many views as a Shane Dawson video. That's crazy. Which is insane. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's Eugenia. I wish you're the best. What else? So, uh, Scarlett Johansson <laughs> gave an interview to a website called As If, where she said that she should be allowed to play any person, any tree, or any animal. Which the wording of that is kind of funny, but... I think any tree makes total sense. She should be able to be Groot. <laughs> but basically her point was that she shouldn't be limited to only playing uh, white women. She should be able to play any human being or thing on this planet. And um, people are a little bit annoyed, especially since she has a past of being cast in uh, roles that maybe weren't appropriate for her. At least that's what people believe. So I don't know if you guys have anything to say about that. Do you have an opinion? Um, I do. <laughs> So it's a weird thing to me. I think we should just have a rule that's consistent. Yeah. So I would say let actors and actresses play whoever they can play convincingly to make the best art. If the world wants... That's hyper subjective. So, but you're saying like as judged by sales, as just let the market decide? Probably the producers. Well, I mean, the producers will be fired if people don't see their movies, presumably. Sure, the market. Yeah, so just what people want to pay for. Yeah. I mean, I think that's... At the end of the day, that's how people mostly get paid in movies, mm-hmm. right? That's why Robert Downey Jr. makes way more than every other Avenger. Uh, yes, but the, the argument would then be that that there are if you don't let anyone who is of a certain race or whatever in, that they never even have a chance to compete because it is there are so few gatekeepers at the top. Sure, people <laughs> would be really mad if you didn't let a gay actress play a straight character. Mm-hmm. So I it, I get that there's maybe you're a smaller minority if you're a gay but, woman than yeah. a straight woman but the it seems like weird favoritism and also a dangerous precedent route to go down mm-hmm. because then it's like okay so it's just whoever claims to be the most oppressed gets the highest advantage mm-hmm. and then you get weird stuff like people claiming they're native american <laughs> um yeah i don't know to me it's confusing because i feel like the people that are upset at this would be really upset if they found out that trans actors and actresses were not getting cast except for, for trans protagonists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that would be crazy, right? Mm-hmm. This is a trans person, but it's just a person. Mm-hmm. They look like a man. Let them play a man. If they're good at acting and they can be Thor, who cares what they were born as, right? Yeah. But then that should work the other way, it seems, in my mind. Yeah. So I, I was thinking of it, and I did have reactions to some of this stuff, but I, then I, I tried to zoom out and be like, who cares? <laughs> Which is... Yeah, yeah. And the fact that we care is fascinating. I, I think that's the interesting point. They're getting people to argue like it matters. Yeah, yeah. Consider for a second that what Hollywood does doesn't have to impact your life at all. Sure. And you go, oh, it's on the magazines. Don't buy them. Don't watch. 
don't like you do not have to plug into that matrix you're saying if you're a cis nor male or a transgender female whoever you are it doesn't there's this thing these are our like no these are the people that we have no you don't have to and i, I don't mean this like if you don't like it turn it off like no we should all stop pretending that these people dictate what life is or should be or should look like and sure. i'm not saying that what you view doesn't have an impact clearly it does i'm saying be more selective about where you spend your attention it, it i'm just you know the medium is the message all this kind of stuff we're allowed to argue over the content should it be this or that but nobody's saying who says that hollywood sets the standards sure maybe i should set the standards we we seemingly and i think the reason is we're all desperate for someone to tell us what it looks like to be wealthy what it looks like to be cool what it looks like to be capable and we need these movies to latch on to. And we need them to look like us so that we know that we can do it. It seems like the inner growth is to go, this is fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> this is a movie. They could have made a cat play this role. And it doesn't need to impact me. I can define what capable, sexy, cool looks like in my life. And perhaps the first step is to stop listening to the news about this kind of stuff. And if you want to go see the movie, go ahead and do it. But realize sure. that it's it's fake. It's monopoly. It's <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm anticipating the rebuttal that no, it's it's so important culturally, and it's it's so important because you say it's important. It's not important to the to the person who doesn't watch, yeah. right? To the person who unplugs. So that that was my, I feel like step back higher well, perspective. That's what the U.S. Reaction. does right. The U.S. hyper values pop culture. Yeah. Well, that's not what the U.S. That's what some people do, and. To be clear, there's lots of people who don't. You don't hear their voice because they don't have Twitter accounts, but they live. Yeah. They're out there. And like your friend who lives in the middle of the country and has a small job and doesn't know any of this, they're probably happier than the people For who sure. care on either side. So I'm just saying in other countries, they probably yeah. have the opinion that you're saying mm -hmm. would be healthy. But America puts a ton of value on these things. Like yeah. we ex that's what we export. We yeah. export movies Image. and music. Yeah, yeah. We export images of of success yeah and we and that is who gets to define success is the most powerful thing this comes back to our whole happiness discussion where did you get the idea that you needed a lamborghini mm -hmm. you've only seen a couple of them on your road yeah yeah you you had to watch the music videos you had to watch this where did you get the idea that you needed to be that beautiful you've never seen anyone who looks like that sure you had to watch this stupid movie yeah that's a photoshopped photo there yeah, is no one that there looks is like that. no one who looks like that yeah. so recognizing that it's not for me even and i i like to read this news because it gives me it lets me know what's going on but just yeah this is the matrix man <laughs> this is this is fake real life is in front of you you can see what people look like and define success around you so that was my slightly more enlightened take i like it um i think what was your lesson lightened take? my lesson no, lightened I'm, just take. I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> rage no i what was my lesson lightened take i didn't know what to think quite frankly i had sort of your thought which is like i thought but what can we just have a principle about this? But wait, we do have a principle. Do whatever the fuck you want, Hollywood. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. Like, this is none of my business was was my the higher order take. So anyway, what else? So there was a trend online this week where people were making photos of themselves look uh, aging a couple <laughs> decades with an app called Face App. Make, um, and celebrities and everybody was posting pictures of them looking decades older. But then it came out that uh, the uh, their terms on the app are a little sketchy and people freaked out a little bit because it, 
seems like it might have been a rumor, but it, people believed that the app was downloading your entire camera roll. Yeah, this which is scared people. Better help thing all over again. Stuff gets popular. Somebody looks at the terms and conditions, which are written from a legalese perspective to allow yeah. to protect them, and then presume the worst that these people want to down. Maybe they do. I'm I'm suspicious. There was an Ian. There was one uh, Gandalf. Is that Ian McKellen? Is that his name? Sure. They had one of him like 50 years ago. They did the face app filter, and he looks like Gandalf. Oh, really? It's so cool. I'm sure they've done it with a lot of people. It didn't turn out they the right way. They picked the best looking they one. They picked yeah. the perfect photo. It's awesome. Did you do it? No. I mean, someone did it for me. I was. Yeah. I don't really get into the whole filter business in general. So yeah. this is how I try to stay sane. I just try to like not, not participate in this kind of stuff. Not but do that kind of stuff. I thought it was interesting because everyone's like, oh, they're going to. I heard that the uproar was because it was a Russian company. And basically, they wanted everyone to have the the face feature so that they could steal your identity or so mm. that they knew how to match faces to names and have your information. It's like, Instagram and Facebook are out there. <laughs> I could scrape this together so easily. You're concerned that I know what you look like and your, and name? your name? If you have a <laughs> public you, profile. Didn't you do that when you made your Facebook yeah. profile? <laughs> like any Russian hacker, not even worth his salt, that cared to. Yeah could get your name, your social security number, and your face in three minutes. So post, that was a weird that was a weird one for me. Post-privacy like, oh, world. Now this Russian company has your face. Okay, everyone already has your face. Yeah. It's over for you. Yeah. So that's, I, what I, that's what I thought was interesting. I didn't see mine. Somebody wants to throw it up in the comments. Yeah, someone named Charlie. <laughs> it's gonna be mine good. looked like my dad. It yeah. was cool because I don't think I look like my dad. People say I do. And then uh, Shalimar sent me this photo, and I was like, oh. I wonder if it'll get to the point where it's fairly accurate. And that— in It looked like—I was like, oh, wow. Dude, what if you could do it? What if it's good, but only up to 10 years, and you're dating someone? Well, sorry. And you put it through the filter. Now, obviously, life choices are going to influence it. But what if you could input a handful of things because you've got your Apple stuff going through your body, and it yeah. knows your body chemistry, and it's known your body chemistry for the last three years, so it's, it's doing a predictive trend of the stuff that you put into your body— it combined with things that it knows about you. So people your age tend to have babies, and then that means that they tend to put on a certain amount of weight, and they tend to only lose this, like, where it could get close to accurate. I don't think anyone would do anything based on that information. You don't think so? You don't think you'd, you'd ever run someone that you were considering marrying through that and be like, let's see. Let's what see could it show? Run. That they blow up? That they get super fat? Like That you, at some point, are no longer attracted to them. I don't know because you're going to be older. Yeah. So I think. What if you're a silver fox? <laughs> well, why why wouldn't they be a silver fox? That's what I'm. That's what if I, they're a silver fox and you're not a? That's silver what I don't fox. understand by your question. Like there's. Well, there's people tend and they find this to pair up according to relative ranking in sure. in the mating pool where sure. you slot. But don't be. And you only know that today. Now you're not doing it off of junior high because we've both come like the person mm -hmm. that person might not have wanted to speak to you in junior high. Certainly that's been my experience, right? When you can predict ten years into the future, I just wonder if that will influence the decisions that people make yeah, and when they see you, a large disparity. If you have the same value, if you're super fitness and health conscious, you're going to end up with someone who's similar. So you're both going to stay in great shape. And if you don't care about that stuff, then you're not going to care if your spouse gets heavy. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have? Elon Musk gave a presentation about his new venture. I didn't see this. Let's uh, skip this one. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. So he just he um, he gave a presentation on his new venture, Neuralink. Uh, and he basically just sort of wants to make humans and computers merged. The same. You're all about the Neuralink, right? 
I read Await But Why, and it's convincing that this will not stop the AI overlords at all. Mm-hmm. It, it won't even slow them down because it, it speeds up everything to the speed of thought, which is the, which is the next. So in terms of bandwidth, we can take in a ton. I, I, the amount of gigs that I'm processing right now, super fast. Mm-hmm. The amount of gigs that I'm putting out yeah, is terrible. It's yeah. terrible. So output is awful. Input is pretty solid. It's, computers are still going to destroy us, right? They've got multiple cameras taking in all this kind of stuff. But then my neurons slow me down. The speed at which I can synthesize different sort of information, it can only go as fast as a human brain can go. So even when our output is perfect, thought to this, and I'm able to telekinetically move things, I cannot compete with a computer that can go so much faster than thought. Interesting. So you're no longer hot on the Neuralink. I like Neuralink. I'm game for Neuralink, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's going to create these cool hybrids will be effective slaves to our AI overlords, but it still doesn't solve the problem yeah. of, of AI leaping over human capabilities. So it's still super cool. I think Elon Musk is, man, he's a madman. He's, he's doing some incredibly ambitious things. So He swings big. Yeah, I like it. That's it for you? No Neuralink? I don't know anything about it. I just know you were hyped on it because basically – if you can't beat them, join them. Just become yeah, a computer. Yeah, we can't even join them. We can't even join them. Now, maybe if we Neuralink together and we become like individual transistors in a big computer. I thought that's what it was. Isn't Neuralink just like one step towards the singularity? So I, th- I think you would probably start like all evolution does on a single. It would be a cell. You would be a cell unto mm-hmm. yourself and you would do cell things. But then you and I would come together like the Borg. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was you'd form one giant human network yeah. over the world. And then you'd and you become one organism. the animals and humanity. the rocks and the consciousness, yeah. So he's doing it for us. Thank you, Elon, for that spiritual <laughs> that spiritual fast lane. I appreciate you. Yeah, we are all one. Elon's just like, ah, that's, you've been saying that metaphorically. Let's do but it literal. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah. Elon, this is madness. You're going to Neuralink a goat? Yeah. We are all one. Science and spirituality are converging. Yeah. I like it. What else? Instagram is testing a new feature where they're removing the amount of likes uh, that, or sorry, Instagram is testing a new feature where likes do not show mm-hmm. um, in seven different countries. Yeah, it expanded out of Canada, right? Yeah, yeah right. we talked about this it's back in, in the day. Yeah, It's in Australia, Brazil, Canada, Ireland, Italy, Japan, and New Zealand now. Those are pretty big countries. Can you see your own number of likes or it's double blind? I believe you could see yours. You The people scrolling that they can't see it so it so that makes a lot more sense interesting that makes a lot more sense because it still has the addictive quality yep. for you yep but it doesn't dissuade other people from feeling like they can't hang or compete yeah it, it's you're taking some power away from the top influencers but not really because at least economically they'll still be able to send to their they'll brands. say yeah. listen there'll be fit, a share feature fit yeah I, they'll just take a, like, I mean, I guess it'd be edited, but like, yeah, here's, here's access to my account or something. They'll figure out a way. I get a million likes and you'll still be able to make money that way. But what it lets you do, if you're an aspiring Instagram model is post photos as if you have those million likes. Interesting. It's almost the opposite of what you would hope. Yeah, it is. It truly is, which is incredible because. It sounds so good. Well, they pitch it as we want people to feel good. And of course you don't. You What you want is long-term sustainability in your company combined with short-term profits, yeah. which you're going to maximize at all costs. Well, and I'm sure Instagram <laughs> is not 
ignoring the fact that people like you are getting off Instagram because yeah. they think this is destructive to my life. Yeah, this yeah. is destructive to my happiness. Well, they've, and so they've, there's this they've read the of, studies, man. Well, they're familiar. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is they're not worried about the fact that it makes people unhappy. But what worries them is there are people like you Before getting off. Yeah. And so this is an interesting solution because you, every time you post a photo, will still get that dopamine dump of seeing a like. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to hate yourself if your most recent photo does worse than your last photo. Yeah. But the viewers won't know if you're a joker or a real person. So like right now there's the highest level of Instagram influencers and people mm -hmm. know those are legit. And then there's the people who are just kind of fakers. Yeah. Now everyone's going to be able to yeah. pretend that they're uh, yeah, in the upper yeah, echelon yeah. of influencer. And, and purchasing followers becomes so much more effective. Because what used to happen is people would purchase followers that have. Oh, can you 000. still see follower counts, just not likes? I don't know. For now, you could still see follower counts, just not Dude, the likes on the photos. This is the exact opposite of what. Yeah. <laughs> so you buy a bunch of followers, and then nobody no can one, double check. No one can see that you are getting. Oh, they'll no shut the followers down. It's so easy to just keep buying these. The, the, there's always going to be ways to purchase that are faster than the people do it now. That's how down. you can tell who's fake. Oh, well, this you clicked a photo. Six hundred thousand followers and two hundred likes. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. No likes, but they still bought the six hundred thousand followers yeah. somehow. Instagram hasn't shut that down. Yeah, so you're going to be able to so buy an buy account followers. with a blue check, change the name. <laughs> No. Keep your follower count high. No. And what do they know? One other person liked it. Oh, God, why? Yeah. It's almost like they don't care. Dude, it's the exact <laughs> opposite of what you would hope. Yeah. Oh, we're doing this because we've heard that it has damaging psychological <laughs> issues and we're going to fix it. Just kidding. Just kidding. Sign up. Don't unsubscribe. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez Louise. I'm staying on my anti-Instagram train. What else? That's crazy. Thank you for that information, Angel, because yeah. it is yeah, no, I thought far that... worse than I had imagined. <laughs> I thought the same thing when I read that. I thought, I feel like this is just going to make everything worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, worse for worse for the way that you feel, but better for Instagram's bottom line. Yeah. Weird how that worked out that way. <laughs> okay. Well, then, so then fan questions. Cool. Fan qua. All right. So we have a couple questions. Um, the first one. So I picked one, but there's actually a lot of versions of the same question this week, which oh is basically Good one to pick. Well, something you guys touched on last week, but I think people want to hear a little bit more about it is basically just how do you make friends? This one specifically is uh -huh. what do you recommend for making new friends in your late 20s? And that comes from Victor. From Victor. Do you want to go? How to make friends in your late 20s? I mean, I know what I did. Did we talk about this? So we guys, we talked more about college and the spoke. Well, go ahead. I don't remember. I'm very sleep deprived. But what I did was I wore my interests on my sleeve. And so I was super into personal development at the time. So mm -hmm. I started the New York personal development meetup with you and Scott Britton. Yeah, man. And we went and spoke about things that we cared about. And from those audiences came some of my closest friends, even, yeah. even to today. Guys that like come to my family Thanksgiving because yeah. they're not uh, from the U.S. So mm -hmm. number one thing I did in my 20s was I was really transparent about what interested me, which was fitness and personal development and charisma. And I just talked about it a lot. I wrote about it. I went to meetups. I hosted meetups. And that was awesome. And then I stopped because I started traveling abroad. And all my friend-making stuff basically stopped. Because yeah. now I have some friends in Brazil, but I don't really keep in touch. And we lived in Colombia. Actually, two of our friends from Colombia live in L.A. now. But anyway, traveling abroad to a new place every six months is a terrible way to make <laughs> long-term community. But a good way to do it is to be transparent about what you care about. Yeah, I agree. The... I could opine about stuff that I've never done, which is 
invite a friend to bring a friend to a dinner but i i did exactly what you did which is we just were driven in what we were interested and we wrote blog posts shared Mm -hmm. about it so i have not had to put in work which is if you're interested in an agricultural style of friends where they you plant seeds and they come to you i mean it's nice (laughs) it was awesome it's nice it was awesome we would speak at, at meetups and events and then people would come up and talk to us We'd be nice to everybody, but kind of keep an eye out for people you yeah. thought, oh, I could get along with this person. You just say, hey, this was cool. Do you want to get coffee? Do you want to get lunch? They're stoked because mm-hmm. they've seen you at a thing. They know that you have these shared interests. Yeah. And then on the rare occasion where today, now granted, we've we've had a level of success that isn't going to be typical, but on the rare occasion where we will reach out to someone, they're familiar, they've heard, and it's, oh yeah, we'll get lunch. And th- you did this last week with someone that is too busy to get lunch with people. Mm-hmm. right? And it's just, it's nice. So... Yeah, where to start concretely? Meetup.com. You can either attend a meetup if they have it already, and if they don't have one, start it. Then go to a Reddit. Mm-hmm. Say we're doing this meetup on this day. You can go to the Reddit in your city. You can go to the Reddit for that particular interest. And that is truly where we started. And the first one that we ever did got one of our best friends ever mm-hmm. who was here last week visiting from Australia. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> that worked immediately. Yeah. And so that's what I would recommend. What else? So the next question comes from user Professor Giggs. Professor Giggs. Uh, Professor Giggs says, Hi, Charlie and Ben. Your video seriously helped me during my college years. Since I'm currently reading Benjamin Franklin's biography, Hmm. have you two ever considered doing charisma breakdowns on historical figures? You had to read that for school, right? Yeah. You went to Ben. Yeah, I sure did. (laughs) Going to be honest with you, kind of did that thing where you read it just enough to get a good grade on the thing you're doing. Yeah. I don't remember any of it. Got it. Except for that he invented the pros cons list. He would give, he would ask for a library book from someone that yeah. he wanted to be friends with. That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. So, but so anyway. what was the question? <laughs> the biographies. <laughs> so here's the thing. Well, tough to do breakdowns ah, before historical. there were video. Yes. So Ben Franklin would be a really tough charisma breakdown. You could talk about him, but I actually think it would be very boring relative to having video examples. Mm-hmm. I thought about doing Hitler at one point because I'm Jewish, so that's allowed. <laughs> but we decided that it might be risky for you to do Hitler since you're not and yeah. people might get offended. Yeah. But that's basically as far back as you can go. So, yeah, the video video really makes it tough. And obviously, I don't speak German, which neither does most of our audience. Well, that's why people <laughs> keep saying do Vladimir Putin, which is, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot I, there. But his, I can't access be, his what he's saying very easily. Even if you have the subtitles even if you have the subtitles you don't have the culture that he came from mm-hmm. so it's tough to pretend that you can read the situation sure the way it's actually happening yeah so the one thing that might be cool and i haven't really thought about this but there's there's excellent biographies that are on this genghis khan had a cool biography it would have to be a high higher order thing clearly body language is not going to make it into mm-hmm. anything that we did like this well you could do like ben franklin's rules for charisma and talk about reciprocity but no one would watch well that's that. what i was gonna say no one cares just make another connor sorry this is just not popular enough i'm not i would love to, to break out of whoever is starring in the yeah. next movie but no, the truth is people would rather watch Tom Holland yeah. tell stories about awkward things and then learn how to turn their awkward things then into ben stories. Ben Franklin yeah. by probably a factor of 100, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 40,000 to 4 million. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just based on the fact that there's video yeah. of it. If, ben, if we had sick video of Ben Franklin, I'm sure we could do a great breakdown. Yeah, he'd be super cool. What else do we have? Uh, the last question I have for you guys is very specific. It, it, um, user Fosmal27 says... Hello, Fosmal. You have mentioned in several of your videos that laughing makes people feel good. 
However, I'm not one of those people that can laugh on cue. Mm. Something actually has to be funny for me to laugh. How, how can I make up for this? Because I don't want to fake laugh either. Well, yeah, don't, don't fake laugh. <laughs> so, so there's. Well, do you have a do you have an initial thing? Yeah, you fire away. I actually used to have this problem. I don't know the answer. We met a guy. He was a bit weird at one of the events that we went to sure. that did laughing classes, laughing yoga, laughing yoga, and they start and they just. I'm not going to do it because it will make you laugh for real. I think there's a degree to which laughing is a muscle. And part of the reason that it's harder for you for something actually has to be funny is because I think, well, this, let me even take a step back. There's a bit of pride that goes into having a difficult to crack sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And I can certainly relate to it. And it makes you feel more cultured and sophisticated when you don't laugh at it's dumb elite. jokes. It's elite. It's elite. And and it makes you feel significant and special when you don't laugh at things that everybody else laughs. And it actually gets in the way of enjoyment and happiness of your own life. We had two guys in our high school. I won't name them. But they were mm -hmm. this to an insane degree. Yeah. They took joy in nothing uh -huh. except for shitting on things that other people took joy in. Yeah. And it made them feel better than everyone. And I'm not saying that's you. <laughs> no, no. But that is something to search internally and ask yourself. Do I take a bit of pleasure in this? Yeah. And does not laughing make me feel smart at all? Because that's getting in the way of you enjoying your life. If you can get past that, practicing is actually really, really, I think, useful. And that's why people go to laugh yoga. Because it's not that you have an overdeveloped sense of humor. It's that you have an underdeveloped one sometimes. The mm -hmm. Dalai Lama laughs at everything. And I truly believe that he is of a spiritual enlightenment level that is so far ahead and when i when i see a lot of these gurus sad guru they just are constantly laughing i think that's a sign of a development mm. of one of oneself they say the laughing buddha mm -hmm. so yeah maybe you do want to do some laugh yoga and i haven't looked into the concrete specifics i will because this is something that i think is good for for me and for everyone i'm curious if you have any concrete ones. yeah yeah so i used to have so it's funny i used to laugh a lot well, when I was in New York, I got free tickets to a comedy club anytime I wanted to go because they said, you just make everyone else laugh. Oh, really? Yeah. They were like, dude, Who? you're great. Uh, the comedy seller. The comedy Did they seller. really? Yeah. They said, dude, anytime you want to come, any show, free. <laughs> That's they just gave me, They gave me like 30 of them. They're like, your laugh is so loud and so contagious and, and you're, you're a cheap laugh. You're kidding. Like you make the room better. That's yeah. so funny. Then I got vocal cord surgery. Oh. Yeah. And when you are recovering from vocal cord surgery. You can't surgery, make a noise. You cannot make a noise. You cannot speak. You cannot sing. You cannot laugh. And so for the health of my body, I got really good at watching something funny and going and being dead quiet. Mm. And then my vocal cords healed, but my habits stayed what they had become. That's interesting. And so, yeah. So it was not because I was trying to be haughty. It's not because I was elite. It's because I had learned to swallow my laughter. So it could be maybe that this guy's family just sure. is abusive or not abusive, but maybe they... That's not what they do. ...scold you if you laugh. Mm -hmm. It's disruptive, whatever it is. So what I did was I decided that that sucked. That I wanted to get back to my old self. And I became that guy that Seinfeld makes fun of where people would tell jokes and I go, oh, that's really funny. And I wouldn't <laughs> laugh. I wouldn't laugh. And I went, this is not okay. This is not who I want to be. Oof. Yeah. No, brutal. But that's the vocal cord surgery. So... I started purposefully watching things that I thought were funny when I was home alone and just getting used to, you could watch a one hour special on, of a comedy that you like, and maybe you're not laughing at the beginning, but towards the end you are. And yeah. I agree with you. It is a habit. It's very muscle-esque in the sense that reps make you better yeah. at it. And so I was like, all right, every day I was going to watch something. I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was watching Netflix specials. I was just finding stuff that made me laugh. 
I'm purposely watching it just so that it would make me laugh more in my that's the rest of my that's life. That's super interesting. This is as of like two and a half years ago since we moved to LA. And you found that it's been helpful? Hugely helpful. Hugely helpful. And you think you attribute it to watching these things on a semi-daily basis? Brooklyn Nine-Nine was super helpful. Mm -hmm. It just made me want to be like Jake Peralta. He's a funny guy, so I was yeah. making more jokes. It also made me laugh. It hits my sense of humor. But the thing is, find what's good for your sense of humor is basically... The number one thing you can do. Oddly and enough, laugh at it a lot. This is probably one of the most beneficial things you could do for yourself. Not only from a yeah. personal happiness perspective, but when you make the people around you feel funny, sure. that's so good for your charisma. Everybody likes to be around that person. It's very different when someone forces a laugh to try to be liked. Sure. But when you've developed this ability to just take joy in things and find things funny, yeah, people have no problem with that at all. Yeah. So this is, oddly enough, watching funny stuff for a half hour every day could be more important than a lot of the other things yeah. that you think that you ought to be doing. So No, it's huge. And then the other thing that was really helpful for me, which I'd never recommend someone in the United States do because it's illegal, is ayahuasca. <laughs> but if you live in a place or can travel to a place where it's legal, ayahuasca was incredibly helpful for me. Yeah. I literally had a pump. So it's you take this plant medicine and then you throw up. I had this moment where I haven't cried in so long. Uh, eventually, I'll crack. But mm -hmm. I went in. I was like, I'm going to cry. I'm finally going to do it. And I went in. And I was like, unrepress your emotions. Unrepress your emotions. That was my mantra. And I felt this throw up come that I thought was going to be physical vomit. Yeah. And as it came out, I felt really sick. And then all of a sudden, I just burst out into hysterical laughing, like huge, yeah. loud laughing. And so that was the repressed emotion because mm -hmm. of the vocal cord surgery. So that was incredibly helpful too. But even without that, the watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine every day was really helpful. So those are the two things. Ayahuasca, baby. Yeah, it was, it's crazy. I literally had this this exact issue. Now I want to go back. <laughs> to Brooklyn Nine-Nine? It's good. To I had my ex-girlfriend's Hulu account, and she was very nice. She let me keep it for a full year after our breakup. Really? But Brooklyn Nine-Nine kind of got canceled and then brought back. And I was midway through the newest. She cut you off. She cut me off because oh! she's got a new boyfriend. No way she cut you off. So I have to get my own. But why did she cut you off though? She didn't have to do that. Oh, I'm sure there's just a limit to accounts. Is that some vindictive hate right there? Could be. I don't know. Wow. I was like, hey, I appreciate you letting me keep it for a year post breakup. You got to spend $8 a month now? Yeah. That's not right. You can say <laughs> she saved me $96. That's pretty good. For a year. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I appreciate it. I kind of thought I'd get cut off day one. Yeah. That would be some vindictive. You're off my Netflix. No, I'm sure there's a device limit. And she was just like, oh, wait, what is this? Who is this guy? Ken? What? <laughs> she it even still had, like, my mate. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Emily. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap for today. Yeah. I think we ran a little bit long. But hope you guys enjoyed this. This episode is sponsored by Charisma University. Oh, yeah. Boost your charisma today. 30 days to more confidence. I need to know what to say. If you guys want to check out the course, it is in the... 60-day money-back guarantee. So yeah. you can buy it and try it. And if you think it sucks, you just let us know yeah. and we'll check give it you out. your money check back. Check it out. I think it's great. The students seem to very much like it. We'll try to get all the reviews together and compile how many ratings. But yeah. if you want also, to check it out, it's in the, the description. Let us know what you like hearing us talk about. Yeah. Because we're kind of making this up. So if there's a segment you like, say more questions, less If I questions. talk too long, let me know. If yeah. we want the shorter... The, oh, the, well, you know what? If you've made it this far... I'm going to ask a question. Ben yeah, and God I. God bless. No one's made it this No far. one's made You're it You're still here. watching. You're a legend. This is going to have to be a clip. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Ben and I are considering where this podcast fits into our life and our business. And we don't know yet. Certainly from a financial perspective, we've talked about it. Big fat L. It's going to remain a big fat L for a long time. If it ever gets out of that. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. It could be worth doing because you guys enjoy it and because we enjoy it. Could be the next way we meet our new Benji. The question is, 
at once a week, it's tough for us to get good at the podcasting skill. Doing anything once a week, lifting weights, going out with your charisma, none of that works well once a week. And so when I look at the people who are good at this, the Howard Stearns of the world, they do it every day. Mm -hmm. And so what we've considered is a shorter format every weekday. We we were talking about calling it lunch break, like 30 Mm. minutes that you could listen to on your way. Bro, I haven't trademarked that yet. (laughs) I'm gonna have to watch a documentary every day. (laughs) (laughs) And so if that interests you, let us know. Conversely, if you prefer the longer format week thing and you just would rather get it all in one, let us know that. Maybe we can even throw up a poll. I don't know how that stuff works. But please please let us know if that interests you or not in the comments. And you're a true hero for making it this far. Yeah. Thanks you're for awesome. watching. All right. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.